Hi, and welcome to Unashamed, a smut lover's podcast where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Courtney. And today we are back with another read-along. It is The Sinner by Chantal Tessier. Um, I don't know if you need to have read The Ritual to get this. So, I don't know, proceed that at your own discretion. Because uh, the covers look very similar, which makes you believe that they're in the same like realm. But it does not say that they are connected. So um, Sin, uh, the main male character in this book, is he's in the ritual, but he's not like a main character. He's a side character. And I think the main male character from the ritual is likely going to show up as like a cameo character, but they're not connected in any sort of like a series that Chantel put together. They're in the same world, but I would. I'm going to stand by for now that I think that they are complete standalones. You don't have to read one to read the other. Oh, yeah. I just, um, yeah, you can tell they're, they're standalones, but um, sometimes, you know, you want to get a little more context. Um, I haven't read The Ritual since it came out. I made you read it for me to see if I yeah. would like it. Um, which is ironic. I love Chantel Tessier. I have read just about everything that she's put out. There's a few that I haven't just because they looked a little more angsty than I wanted to read at the time, but a fantastic fucking author. I swear to God, like there's just enough of uh, angst and darkness and, you know, that dark possessive hero, anti-hero energy. I love her books so much. There is um, an extensive trigger warning. So make sure you read that. Um, Courtney, I think you should read it as well. Hold on. <laughs> your your triggers are on there. Seriously? Oh, I'm buzzing. Are my triggers really on here? Yeah. Oh, no. This is not a clean romance. Fuck. If you don't have any triggers, feel free to skip to the front. Murder, graphic violence, asphyxiation, suicide, drugs, forced fuck. Consensual, non-consent, non-con, dope, con, forced body modification. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go through with it because I've read Chantel Tessier enough to know that she's usually careful enough with the dark. Yeah. <sighs> She, I mean, her last, so the ritual is uh, on the darker side, and um, I didn't think it was that bad. No. Like, I know, like, it had lots of warnings and stuff on that one as well, well and it and really wasn't that bad. Also, when you look at a trigger list and you see just, like, out of context that, oh, there's, you know, a consensual non-consent or a forced body modification that's a fucking scary thing to see but you don't know what the context is you know what I mean like or even child abuse like you look at it and you don't know the con it's a scary list to see but when you're reading maybe the context is a little it softens the blow if that makes sense yeah um I, these aren't triggers for me so I don't know what the fuck is water bondage I know. I'm interested to know what that is. Should we Google it? 
I'm going to Google it. I need to know before I go further. I, I'm hoping it's not like a water play thing. Although Cara D makes you like like things or at least be okay with things that you're not normally okay with. I know. So. Oh, like waterboarding? I think so. Gotcha. Oh, okay. I've I've read enough of that in Cara D's to not be okay with it, but to not be phased. Um, but so they, whatever. They do it different when it comes to kink. No, they, I mean, yes, but they made it so that you weren't actually breathing in the water. You just thought you were. They, like, squeezed the rag all the way out and then poured the water, like, next to you. I, so yeah. You thought you were pour, like, you thought that you were breathing in water, but you weren't. Okay. The mind, right. like, in Cara D's books, anyways, I don't know about this book, but in Cara yeah. D's books, it was, like, a mind trick where they, like, had like a damp rag and then they poured the water like on your body so that you felt that you were getting wet you thought you were breathing in the water but you actually weren't yeah. okay all right so, so I'm, I'm sure this one will be actual waterboarding that's so because... worse <laughs> okay so we're gonna go into this um also uh Here's just a little list of uh, not triggers, unless this is a trigger to you, but just little things that's going to be included in, I would assume, the couple dynamic. So it's a stalker romance, forced proximity, secret society. Uh, there is no sharing of the heroine. It's jealous and possessive and over the top, which a lot of, I would say almost every dark romance in some aspect is over the top, just because that shit doesn't happen in real life. And if it did, you would call the cops and there would be a prison sentence, not a happily ever after. Yeah. So, uh, in my opinion, you can't have a dark romance without it being over the top. I would never read a realistic dark romance. That shit would probably set me back. I would need therapy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, So, chapter 35 is 49%. That's perfect. Chapter 45? 35. Oh. 3-5. Okay. Awesome. So we will go ahead and jump in and then come back at chapter 35. For those of you reading along, go ahead and pause here. Okay, we're back. Yes. Um, I slipped up. So for those of you who are reading along, we are actually now stopping at chapter 40. So go ahead and pause here to catch up. And now you're caught up. Okay. All right. Um, before we start, I just want to give a little disclaimer. If I sound like actual absolute dog shit, it's because I feel like absolute dog shit. So hopefully everybody can understand me all right because I know my voice is a little messed up right now. Yeah, I've been there. I have the um, flu. I think. How are you feeling? Any better like, after your nap or no? No. I don't I don't feel good. My fever's coming back. So I tried to take more medicine, but once it fully hits, I'm gonna be out for the count. So that's gotcha. fun. Um okay, back <laughs> to the book. Uh, it's really 
It's fucked. I mean, Ritual was too, but... I I feel like Ritual was... I mean, it was dark, but I feel like it didn't have, I guess, the same kind of elements as this one. Because there's just a little bit of difference. So in... It's the same secret society, and there's, like, these things that the people in the secret society have to do. But the female main character in this one, her father was a part of the society but she wasn't brought up to be a part of it in fact apparently her father like never wanted her to be and her mother kept yeah. her out of it i mean excluding the yeah. fact that she had a stepfather who uh groomed her and sexually assaulted her for years like uh got started i think it started at 13 but the sexual stuff i don't think started till she was like 16 but still i mean when yeah it's all fucked. This, She's had a horrible uh, life. Yeah. She's had a horrible she life. Has. Uh, and her mom... Ugh. She's a bitch. So where we just left off, all sorts of shit's popping off. Um, Chapter 40. So all sorts of shit. Like, so she found out that her mom owns that house that Sin told her was a place for her to be able to feel safe. And then... She finds out he's getting married to his chosen, which I didn't realize you don't, they don't have to marry their chosen. Like they do have to have their chosen, but they don't have to marry them. Um, so yes and no, if their family has arranged marriages to them, like since they were kids, it's expected that they will marry their chosen, but they don't have to, I guess. Yeah. So, um, the, Ellie was kind of hoping that if he was going to marry anybody, it would be her and not his chosen. Um, but he, she found out they're getting married. And then well, uh, Corbin knew about it, which is kind of fucked up. But Kira didn't know. No. Well, and also, Sin, up up until this point in the book, Sin has spent the entire time essentially reinforcing and reinsuring, like, you know, making her fall in love. He's been manipulating her the same way her stepdad did, the same way essentially like, oh, you know, you can't leave me. Like, I won't let you. I'll kill us both before you're allowed to leave. Like, he says multiple times, it would be a real shame for me to have to kill both of us so that you cannot leave me. He branded her. He tattooed her. He's done everything in his power to be like, this is what, this is your life now. Like, you are mine. I'm, you know, this is what's going to happen. We're going to be together. Only to turn around and be like, yeah, so you're actually worthless and no one could love you. Like, you're just, you're the kind of girl that a man keeps a secret. Also, um, the, I think, so we found out that she's part of an arranged marriage as well. Um, but we, don't know who it is yet, but I think it's going to be that Chance guy. Was it Chance or Chase? Yeah. I know there's a Chance and a Chase, but I think Chance is the one that it's going to be. Yeah, the creepy one with the the virgin chosen or whatever. Mm, no. The one that watched um, Lincoln rape her. And told her yeah isn't that the same one because when she saw him she locked up 
I don't I don't think it's the same one. There's a chase and a chance, but I could be wrong. Oh. I don't know. Either way, yeah, she doesn't I'm assuming it's going to be the same guy. I think I think we're talking about the same person, but maybe. uh or maybe I'm confusing the guys, but when she saw him when she was with Sin at an event, like she saw his face and locked up and yeah. like, had to get out of there. So I don't know. I think it'll be him too. But also there's the whole thing about her newest stepdad. Uh, there was this plot like he was going to impregnate her because he needed an heir. And yeah. her mom can't have more children. I don't know if anything's going to come of that. But it was mentioned. And since dad told him, if you're messing with her birth control, you need to stop because he will rape her. And but he it won't matter when she's married. She's yeah, but when she has a husband, he can just fuck with her birth control. As a lord's wife, she's going to become a lady. And as part of the secret society, they don't care if they beat their wives, rape their wives. Like, they don't care what they do to the women as long as they're kept under control and they yeah. can't spill any secrets about the society. Yeah, it's all fucked up. It is. I'm excited to know. type I, back in, though. I think something's going to happen with... I don't know if you caught that snippet where he, like, got a text or whatever where it was, like, I can make sure that she becomes your chosen or something like that. Um, and he was, like, do it. I don't know. It, it didn't, like, go into context about it. So, I could be getting the words wrong. Do you do you remember what I'm talking about? I do. But also before this, when he was making her sign paperwork for the house, I think it was a marriage license or contract. Or I think they're already married. Me too. Like, I think that he fucked around, and I think that obviously him pushing her away is because he needs to for now to play the game to get what he wants in the end. But I think that honestly, like, I, I think she's going to do something drastic now, like OD, or she's going to go do something completely off the wall while he's trying to, like, crisis manage and try to get them where they need to be, she's going to go off the wall real fast because I don't yeah. see her being stable. She's not a stable character to begin with. No, she's not. If he even would have said something like, trust me or anything like that, um, I feel like she could have like hung on and played the game, but he didn't. He like tore her down, <laughs> used all well, of her yeah, insecurities. And that's the biggest thing i think we've mentioned before in other episodes like if you want me you know if you're trying to do something let me be a part of the game let me know what the fuck is going on like i'll play the game with you but you gotta let them know like i could see yeah. her if he just sat her down and was like hey this is what's gonna happen like or you know yeah just something anything trust me like hey it's not what it looks like or whatever i don't yeah I think it would be a lot better if they were in the game together, which I get it. It's drama for the book, but oh, I feel like the shit's about to go down. Hold on. Especially because she had already, like, she already had doubts. Like, she was like, I don't believe this is actually happening. Like, something's off here. He wouldn't tattoo me and then the next day get married. Um, but then Corbin said he knew for three weeks, so I don't know. He's fucked up. Either. She's fucked up. Everybody's fucked up. <laughs> you know, I really thought that this would be a more triggering book for me. It's not, though, so I'm happy about that. I'm excited to dive back in. I've been waiting for Kelsey oh so impatiently. 
to I'm finish. Sorry, I'm sorry. And she's been sick, so I feel bad about pushing her. But <laughs> okay, I got now it she- done. <laughs> yeah. Well, now she can go rest in peace, and I'll finish oh, tonight. And she can finish on her own timeline. Last night, I really thought I was dying. Oh, <laughs> I was well, like, "This don't is do it." That, but. Yeah, like, the flu is a fucking killer. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally fucking miserable. I've made songs about it. Mm. Sorry, I'm try. I've been trying so hard to remember to not sniffle into the mic. <laughs> I know I've done it. A couple times. All right, well let's let's jump back in. Uh, that way you can go to sleep or you know go relax and, uh, you know. I got to go start yeah. editing once I put the kids to bed. So if you guys are reading along, we are going to go to the end of the book and come back then. Go ahead and pause here. Okay, we're back. Yes. Um, this was a fucked up book. It was. Before we get started, though, I know we don't usually, like, usually the only time we check in with our lives on the podcast is um, negative stuff like, we're sick and life is going on, blah, blah, blah. But good things are happening. Um, I'm still super sick. But we're in escrow. We're buying a house. Yay! So, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just so excited. It's yeah. a perfect house. I mean, it's not. It needs a little bit of love. But that's okay. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you. We just found out last night. Um, so I just, I can't wait. Anyways, um, yeah, the book is fucked up. <laughs> so fucked up. Uh, I still liked it. I feel like, here's the thing. So there were a few, we talked about how I had um, a few triggers on the list that were on the, in the beginning of the book. Mm. However, it didn't, None of them really hit me just because any of the, I guess, uh, things, there was, I don't know. I feel like there was enough levity. I feel like some authors have a certain voice that the truly awful things are less awful because there's so much shock factor. There's so much awful throughout that it, like, when things, like... I don't know, torture, whatever, come up, it's, like, not even a thing because everything sucks, you know? Yeah, I agree. Also, um, there, there was just so many things that happened. So, like, we read over. So, essentially, we only read, like, the last 40% of the book. And as soon as we began reading, or at least for me, I felt like it was, like, bing, bang, boom, like, all of these things are happening all at once. There was so much packed into that for at last 40%. It was like, her dad's not really dead, even though he had been murdered previously, but it was a dead twin brother, which I usually hate that trope. I hate when there's a fucking twin who comes out of nowhere. And like, I, I usually am not a fan of that. I just feel like it's such a cliche. But in this case, I did like it. Also, I'm so interested in the three, uh, the Slade brothers, what that Arnage. was. Yeah. Me yeah. too. Um, it said at the back of the book that they're going to be getting a book. So I wonder if, I don't think she's ever done reverse harem. Before. I wonder if it's going to be like a why choose romance. 
I don't know. I hope so. Um, you are a much bigger Chantel Tessier fan than I am. Yeah, I've read almost all of her, but there's a few that uh, were more contemporary and less dark that I didn't read. Because, but for the most I part, yeah, I've read, read. I've read two of her books. <laughs> you still I've have read to read the Dark Earth. King series. Here's the thing. I don't mind them and I enjoy them, but it, they're not books that I would go seeking out. These two or the Dark yeah. Kings one? Either. Either? I just, yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it, but I don't get lost in them like you do. That's fair. I know. I was so excited. I saw this sneak peek. And it like blew my mind because so for those of you who have read uh, the first book of this series, which is The Ritual, it's not an actual series because while the characters are all in the same world and like kind of sort of friends, they're far enough removed that you can read them completely as standalones and not have to know any sort of real background from the previous book. Hmm. At least oh. in my opinion. So, however, there's some backstory about one of the characters. Like, he had had a ritual chosen, and she was murdered. I don't remember how. I know, I think I mentioned it in the first one. Ty? Yeah. Well, but I don't remember how she was killed. I think she was killed by another lord or something like that. I don't think um, it was ever said. I think, I the, I think the ritual the had a little more detail. This book didn't really have, it just says that she was killed. She was murdered, and, like, they just leave it at that. But anyway, for the sneak peek at the back of this book is the intro to the next book, which comes out, I think, sometime early next year. And it's already on the list. <laughs> and it blew me away, okay? I'm not going to go into it because that's not what this episode is about. It's about the book that we just read. But I just want everybody to know, I don't know if we'll be doing a read-along for that book because I'm not super into them. Um, it's not that I'm not super into them. We can. I enjoy them. I like them. Um, but I do like them more in like a read-along format than I would if I just picked it up on my own. Here's another point, though. Um, the Ritual and The Sinner and Coerce and Compel all have similar vibes. But the authors have two very different voices when it comes to how they write these scenes. So I find it I find it so interesting that um that you hated Compel and you love these books because I didn't hate Compel. Yeah, I did hate Compel. Sorry. I I didn't mind. So I, I did do the reread of Coerce. I know I haven't posted on the Facebook page. I, at this point I'll have to do another reread before have, I fucking post. We actually have members. And she doesn't post. I know. I suck. I'm sorry, guys. It's really, it's truly a me thing. I don't go on Facebook. I barely even, it's at like the back corner in a, in a folder on my phone. The only time I go in there is if I intentionally uh, am looking for something specific. I don't post on there. I don't go on there at all. Kelsey does all of our Facebook management for her page. It's, it's a me problem. I'm the issue. Yeah. Um. I'm also not huge on social media, but I do go on a little bit more than Courtney does. So that's why I've been the only one to post. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm so sorry. Like, it's just, I don't do social media really at all. Like I, it's just, I used to be really big into it. And then as I've aged, I just don't like people. I'm not a people. Mm -hmm. person, so I don't care to like keep up. 
um, which, you know, is bad when you're doing something like this and you have people and, you know, who want to hear your voice, but I will make a small post on there either tonight or tomorrow. I will make the effort. Uh, anyway, but I feel like uh, I reread Coerce and it wasn't nearly as bad, but only because, and it's the same in this book, the reason that the non-consent and the uh, brutality of some of the sexual scenes weren't as bad for me is because the girls liked them. Like there was one yeah, scene different. of Coerce where she wasn't a fan, but it wasn't like, there wasn't that, um, like, you were getting her point of view where you were, like, seeing her be destroyed piece by piece for yeah, no, there was, was happening. I, I think the, I think the, one of the biggest differences, like I said, it's a totally different voice. Same themes, same shit going on, same type of over-the-top jealous possessive, whatever, but um, totally different voice between the two authors and their writing styles and so when when we read compel there's a lot really focused on the emotions that she's feeling while all of this is going on and in the center it's really focused on the way her body is responding so yeah just, just even where you're turning the focus as far as your writing goes it's it, it conveys a completely different message because I'm sure if they were focusing on the emotions that she's feeling in the center as much as they were in Compel, you'd probably like this book a lot less. That's true. I, I don't disagree with any of that. Also, uh, I hate to say this, and it, I mean, maybe maybe it was just me. This, this author was, or not this author, sorry. This particular character, the author is amazing. Um, this partic particular character for me, I feel like they lacked a little bit of uh, emotional, I don't want to say depth, but yeah. they their range of emotions was like, if it turns me on, I don't care. And like, really, that was where it stopped. As far yeah. as everything, like, really fucked up shit happened to this kid. I mean, she was groomed and assaulted and then drugged and assaulted where she has no memory of it and then tortured essentially by the guy she was in love with and just psychologically fucked up in every which way. And she didn't ever really unpack any of it emotionally. Never. She just kind That's, of was I like, cool, I'm into pain and um, it turns me on. So like, we're just going to brush it under the rug because I can get off. I think that's where we differ too is because um, I really, really, really need the emotional connection to love a book, to move, to like, to separate it, the goods from the greats. When I, I do think this book is very good. I think this author is very good, but I don't think it's great only because you don't get that deep emotional connection, so you know? This is the one series where I will say that it lacks more emotional depth. If you read The Dark Kings, there is so much more angst. There is so much more emotional connection. Uh, I would say Code of Silence is a little more like this one, the first one in The Dark Kings. It's the mafia one. But once you get to the actual uh, kingdom, guys, like it's, it's all emotion. And it has more depth as far as both the female main character and the you know male main characters, too. 
I also think, though, um, if these books would have had more emotional depth to them, it would have broken us all. And it would have had to been a whole fucking series to unpack everything. It would have been, you know, like, I, I don't think it was wrong to keep it surface level and just dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that it does separate it from being a truly amazing book because it doesn't have that. That's fair. I don't know if I would reread these, at least not as often. I, the Dirt King series is one of those where I will go like randomly and reread. If I don't have anything going, I just start rereading some of my favorite series. I'm very bad about that. Well, or good. I don't know, but I'm a huge rereader. So like there's a few set series that are like in my list where I'm like, oh, I have nothing going on. I'm bored. Nothing new is out. Uh, let me just, you know, and that's one of them is the Dark King series. And then, you know, a few others from different authors as well. But I don't think I would put this one on that list. I don't know if even after this next book comes out, I'll definitely read it like the day it comes out. But I yeah, probably won't. It, it's not my favorite. It's good. I loved it. Not my favorite, though. Yeah, no, I agree. I liked it. I, I didn't have a problem with it. But yeah, I don't get lost in in these books like you do. I get lost in them when they are tearing my heart out. I'm an emotional masochist. <laughs> That's what I've decided. My um, I don't know what is uh, the, any one of those like name tags where it says hi. I'm an emotional masochist. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still sick, guys. I'm loopy, and I'm getting a house, so nothing makes sense anymore. You're good. Okay, so, all right, guys, so thank you for listening to this episode. Our next episode is going to be Kismet by Ashley James, and it's a male-male romance, and we're excited about it. We haven't done a male-male in a while. Yes, and I am really excited. So Me too. uh, Thank you for listening. Hopefully I'm healthy by then. Yes, hopefully. Get some rest. I'm so fucking sick. I'm tired of it. I know. It's been a while now. You've been sick for a few, quite a few days. Yeah. All right. Since when? Okay. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.